señoras y señores! What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Hoy in Philly Sports. It is your boy, El Parcero Philly, the unite of all things sports and culture here in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. Welcome on in, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday, August 5th. It's a beautiful day. It is, it's been an absolute beautiful 24 hours. It has not been too hot. It has not been too cold. It has been just right. And uh, it's a perfect day to talk some Philly sports. We got a lot on the docket today. We got some Philly stuff. We got some Sixers. Hold, do I got some Eagles stuff to talk about with y'all today? Because I ain't having it with this BS that we keep seeing all throughout social media. And of course, we had a match last night with our Philadelphia Union. Big win down at Subaru Park. Of course, I was there. Uh, we had, apparently there were some good Philly sports uh, people down there at Subaru Park in Chester. So we'll get to a lot of all of that. Ladies and gentlemen, before we move forward, if you are watching this live on YouTube, do me that favor and make sure you hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. If you guys are in, are you, if you guys are podcast people, definitely it would be, it would mean the world to me. If you can add this to your rotation of podcasts, we are on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Spotify, you name it, we're on there. Hit rate that podcast and subscribe to it as well. It was truly, truly, truly mean the world to me. Dude, guys, have you heard the big news in sports today? And, and I, I saw right there, AK Gaming. Uh, well, Messi's not going to the fire, but, yo, I don't care what your sports preferences are. Lionel Messi declining to go back to Barcelona is pretty big news. You're talking about one of the best, if not the best athlete in the world, as far as recognition, as far as endorsements and whatnot. Overall, Messi's the biggest, one of the biggest, if not CR, CR7. But he's deciding to forego his uh, further stay at Barcelona, and that is definitely some huge news. Now, obviously, I'm a big soccer guy, and as far as long as I can remember being a soccer fan, Messi has always been part of Barcelona, whether it be the, the youth system or whether him being that young kid wearing number 19 with that hair and coming on the stage and outshining a guy like Ronaldinho um, to him being this living legend that we are seeing before our eyes. And it is absolutely crazy. And it's crazy the timing. Like, who would have expected Messi to kind of leave at this point? Um, but that's kind of what's happening. I kind I had to kind of double take and look at it. It's like, Messi's leaving Barcelona. I thought he was staying. I thought they renegotiated his contract and he was going to stay in Barcelona. And he didn't want to. And it, it is what it is. But Messi leaving Barcelona. And that begs to ask the question, like, where is he going to go? What is his option? What does he want to do? Uh, I, I I thought he would go to Man City, but if you paid attention today, Jack Relish actually signed with uh, Man City, and it looks like that is uh, going to be the uh, the move for them. Um, Senpai CC Live, I'm sorry, but we this is uh, Orange Philly Sports. This is a live podcast going on, so I'm not gonna be doing any duets and lives. If I do, if I am chilling, I will definitely do uh, some duets uh on live but just not right now it's not it is not the time and place to be doing that but yeah so that's kind of that was crazy i, I kind of wanted to bring that on here because guys that's freaking wild like Messi leaving barcelona where's he gonna go where's he gonna go i don't think city is an option uh who can afford those wages honestly man makes a lot of stinking money i mean jack Grealish just got 140 million euros uh i think cr7 a couple years ago got like 120 something like that uh, so it's going to be something really expensive, pretty much. Okay, so we'll see what happens there, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. But Messi leaving Barca, that's definitely crazy. What's going on, guys? What you guys got going on? The Hall of Fame game is tonight. I know, Logan. I just don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Listen, when it comes to football, this is all I care about. I, I Literally, this is all I care about. I don't care about Hall of Fame games. Um, I don't care about a Pittsburgh Baltimore game, you know, primetime TV. I don't care about college football and I want to talk about Ohio State, Michigan. No, this is all I care about. That right there. So I'll be waiting for my our preseason. I think we play Thursday, right? Or, ne or next Thursday is our first preseason game. I know we have a preseason game right before Champions League, so it's perfect. You got the appetizer being the Eagles preseason game going into the main entree with the with the with the Champions League semifinal match against Club America. And then of course dessert will be bad. <laughs> so I'm gonna be exhausted after all that. Um but yeah, it, it's it's it should be exciting, I guess. So I used to love Hall of Fame games. Um, I used to just because obviously I was such a I was like you, Logan, when I was growing up, I was such a NFL head and college football guys like, let's go Hall of Fame game. We got football coming back. And now I could care less. <laughs> it's all good, though. You got something to watch, I guess. I'll be 
watching the rest of this Phillies game. We'll, I'll get you guys updated on that scoreline in just one second. Drew Locke is going to win out the QB battle. I mean, as he should. I mean, Tr Teddy Bridgewater is who he is. It's funny. I was thinking about Matt Rule today because I heard that down in Charlotte, they don't really care for Matt Rule as far as the media. The media doesn't really care for Matt Rule. And obviously, there's a lot of pressure on Matt Rule, the contract he signed, the control he gained over the Carolina Panthers. Um, but, you know, the fact that uh, Matt Rule got like, what, six wins out of a, a team that was led by Teddy Bridgewater is pretty impressive. Uh, so Drew Locke should beat out Teddy Bridgewater. Now, what Drew Locke does this year, the thing is with Drew Locke, he's got to stay healthy. He didn't really stay healthy last year. He needs to get that continuity going. He needs to be, get that consistency down, and you got to stay healthy to do all of those things. But congrats to you. You got your quarterback. I mean, I mean could Aaron Rodgers be going to Denver? That's a possibility for sure. I thought about that one. What's up, Dylan? How you doing, brother? Uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. We'll, we'll be back at it tomorrow. No worries. Um, they said they reached a deal, but there was a financial problem, and they broke the rules. That's crazy, man. Listen, these wages are going ridiculously high these days, and who is going to afford any of this, right? Uh, Erling Haaland is in Borussia Dortmund right now, and that man is about to get absolutely paid. He's worth it. But, you know, with a COVID-written season that we just went through in all sports, no one can afford some of these wages. And soccer players make ridiculous money. You guys think that Steph Curry and your uh, – who else got a crazy extension this this past – I mean, players in general just make ridiculous – I was talking about this earlier today, like the fact that uh, – so I'm sorry to my Knicks fans, and I know NY Central would actually agree with me. The fact that Julius Randle is making $130 million or whatever it is, that's crazy absolutely wild but that's the nature of the business in, in, in sports these days it's crazy uh what would your reaction be if we if, if philly signed messi that would never happen but obviously i would be ecstatic i would literally be streaking down broad street no no pun intended no jokes here um but at he, messi's not coming to the mls yet uh crazy reese we, we're kind of trying to figure that out i don't know where he could possibly go I uh, think we're considering and remembering that Messi's wages are ridiculous. Who can afford that right now? I mean, maybe City, but City just gave Grealish all that money. So I think that's out of the picture. Um, Italy, there's no club in Italy. It, it'd have to be the Prem. The Prem is the only other league that can afford the wages, unless Messi really is going to take himself, give himself a, a really big pay cut. But I don't know who's going to afford Messi's wages, man. Can Man U? Can they spend that money right now? I know Liverpool can, but they never do. I don't. I don't know. It, it has to be a prem team, it, right? It has to be a prem team. But that's so intriguing. Where is Messi going? Like it literally can be a magnitude of different teams, and we really have no idea where he can go. It's crazy. We're talking one of the biggest athletes of our time. We don't know where he could be going. Nikki, what's going on, my brother? How you doing? Welcome to Oi, man. Uh, Rashad Walker, what's going on? Hey, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Um, D book son, mutts. Nice. Don't know what you mean by that, but nice. Uh, roll deep. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, Dami six. Yo, go, go birds. Go birds. You ready for football season? I am fucking ecstatic for football season. Let's get this going. Uh, roll trip. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, man, it is what it is with, with Messi. I, I know you got the Manchester United, uh, profile pick. And I know you probably want Messi. I, I'm just trying to think, like, financially, what makes sense? You know, I think that uh, football, soccer-wise, whatever you call it, I think that Premier – or not the Premier League, the Serie A would be perfect. I would love to see him, you know, going up against CR7, right? You know, maybe playing for Inter or Milan. I know Milan trying to make a splash, but no one in, in Serie A has the money to be splashing on a, uh, on a Messi type of player. But man, it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. Hey, roll dip, whatever you whatever you call, it, man. I you know I don't I don't judge. If you call it football, it's it's you know I'm not gonna judge you if you call it soccer, football, football, whatever you call it. You know it's it's a beautiful game. It's all about the beautiful game. Um, I'd be mad if if Liverpool signed Messi, dude. It's really who can afford Lionel Messi. That's pretty much what it is. Uh, but let's get to some Philly sports, right, guys? I know you guys aren't here to talk soccer. We're here to talk. Philadelphia sport. Maybe some union. We'll talk some union later because we obviously had a match last night, but we're here to talk sports of Philadelphia. Um, not a bad time right now for Philly sports fans. Uh, if you're, if you're waking up today, you know, we had, uh, the Phillies win yet again against the Washington Nationals, giving them their fourth straight win in a row. The Philadelphia Union beat uh, Toronto FC last night. But with the Phillies last night, four in a row. Now, look, the Washington, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Like, 
I, I know we're all excited, but let's get one thing straight. This is what the Philadelphia Phillies should be doing against the Washington Nationals right now. Nationals just sold off everything, right? In this four-game series, now I, I never go into a series expecting a sweep. Like, that's that's kind of far-fetched, especially a four-game series, right? But you should be winning this series. I I don't think that is far-fetched to be thinking. But in all these games, you know, you're I think you're clearly seeing the fruits of, of the labor of, of the, these trade trade deadline moves. Now, obviously, Kyle Gibson, we saw that on the first uh, game that we won in this this winning streak against the Pirates. So we saw that. But now with having Kyle Gibson, it stretches out this this um this starting lineup. You don't have to see a Vince Velasquez out there for God knows how many innings. Man should be even be starting for the Phillies anymore. You don't have to see a Matt Moore start anymore. You don't have to wonder and, and hope that Matt Moore can give you a good outing. You don't have to do that anymore. Obviously, Spencer Howard is gone. We don't have to keep, you know, banging in our heads and thinking, we how many times are we gonna ruin these goddamn prospects? We don't have to do that anymore. So getting Kyle Gibson, that, that helps out with that. Vince Velasquez slides now to the bullpen. Matt Moore slides to the bullpen, which we saw yesterday, which I'll get to in a second. And then, of course, above all, Ian Kennedy now is slotted as your closer. And that it opens up so much more for this pitching staff. Now, Ranger Suarez is moved to a starting pitcher. And remember his first the first uh, game of the series, he had a solid three innings. And I... And I think we all, most of us question why Girardi decided to take Ranger Suarez out after three innings. But the, that that trade deadline move really has helped this pitching, and it's given this team an actual chance here. Now, I will say throughout these games with the Washington Nationals over the last couple of days, the bats truly have stepped up. They really have stepped up. Um, you, you know, when when you see them blow a lead, and there were it was I think last night and the night before. No, not last night. Uh, it was Tuesday and Monday and Tuesday. They, I think they blew leads and they found a way to, to come back. Uh, Monday, I think, was like a one point, one game, uh, one point, one run lead. And then Tuesday was, I believe, a two run lead. And they found a way to come back and overcome that. The bats have been working. Uh, everyone is talking about Gene Segura and Bryce Harper. I mean, everyone thinks that Bryce Harper is an MVP candidate now because of his form as of late. And I'll, I mean, I'm not going to blame you guys. Bryce Harper is on fire right now. But between Bryce and Gene, you got two 300 batters in your hitting rotation or in your hitting lineup. And that is absolutely huge. And that's been a big piece of that as well. And then you got a Reese Hoskins, who is who's bat is you already know what it is, guys. You, we got GT Romuto stepping up as well. Uh, Travis Jankowski's been running bases very well, getting a couple of hits here and there. Alec Bohm is—I don't know what to make of Alec Bohm these days. I really don't, you know. And it's—it's it's funny every time. Every time I do sit down and watch the Phils for for an extensive amount of innings, I always feel like Alec Bohm just disappoints me. <laughs> I'm just like, what the heck, Alec? You know, he just has this terrible strikeout, and 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 and, and I'm just like wondering, like, what the actual f. Uh, obviously, it's been huge that we haven't had Andrew McCutcheon. Um, and who's the other one that got hurt? Brogdon also got put on there as well. But Mitt McCutcheon being out definitely um, sucked because he was batting pretty solid as well. And we already know the situation at hand with the outfield. And, you know, they've been slotting Travis Jankowski in that center field, moving Oduble over to left field. And you know, Oduble, you're going to get your boneheaded moves here and there from him. But for, for the most part, and I think he's done an, an all right job. But. Um, Freddie Galvez hasn't gotten out there yet, which we'll see what he can do. Uh, I saw him in the in the dugout yesterday. He was chatting it up with some of the guys. It's it's just good seeing Freddie back in the Phillies. Right? I I listen. Freddie is is not an all star player. You know he's he's not going to be a three hundred batter. Uh, but that glove is very nice, and he's and he's just a he's just a great person. You know he's he just has that positive rating uh, attitude, and, and I definitely um I can't wait to see Freddie Galvez start a game or two here and there, but. Um, the Phillies have done their job, and right now the New York Mets struggling with the Miami Marlins, which I haven't even checked that score line, but um, they have really been struggling with with the Miami Marlins. Now, look, we've kind of taken care of business against the Marlins this year, and uh, they just lost against today. <laughs> the New York Mets did. So if the Phillies can somehow find a way to come back, um, I believe they will be a a, a game and a half or a half game back if i'm not mistaken is if i if you guys let me know in the comments if i'm right about that but 
Um, right now, the Phillies are down. Uh, we are down five to three in this game, I believe. If it, if it updated, let's make sure um, the laptop updated here. So yes, it's the bottom of the seventh. It is five to three. Jose Alvarado is on the mound now. Um, he's going up against Carter Keebroom, who, oh my God, this guy, Carter Keebroom has, has come alive against us and he's been absolutely killing us. Him and Hernandez, um, from the Washington nationals, uh, man, the nationals do know how to develop prospects. And that's, that's the sad part about this. I'm sure the next couple of years, they'll be developing some, the next generation of star players for them and they'll be back at it. But with this series, you know, we'll see if we can complete the sweep. Obviously, you're down two runs, but, you know, you still have about two innings left to kind of get back at this. But this is what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be beating teams like the Washington Nationals. You have the batting for it. The pitching seems like it's coming along. Now, today it really is kind of a, a damper. Um, Aaron Nola was in the mound and there's a lot, you know, is being said and, and thought about with Aaron Nola. Listen, at the beginning of the season, we all felt like Aaron Nola is, was our ace. He is the ace of this team. He is the top pitcher of this team. And it's just been so disappointing. And I can't really put a finger on what it is that's going on with Aaron Nola. And I don't want to go down the Carson Wentz. I'm not even go Ben Simmons, the Carson Wentz route with Aaron Nola, because Aaron is a guy who has shown a lot of promise in his young career. But this year, it's 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 losing. You know, I was watching him pitch today, and he's losing his command. And and he obviously has the stuff, but he can't even throw a straight a, a, a stinking strike. And it's it's a serious problem here with Aaron Nola. And I'll tell you what, guys, I do not feel like this team can go far if Aaron Nola is not even beating teams that like this. Like he should be beating the Washington Nationals. He goes five innings um, today. He allowed five hits, five earned. He walked three batters, but he had seven strikeouts. He allowed a homer as well. And I notice as well when Nola is in, in sticky situations, not always does he get out of it. Now, he did get out of it. I believe it was in the um, the bottom of the second inning. He had, uh, I think it was a, a man on second and third. And he had to get out of that, and he was able to get out of that that little stretch there. But I, I don't. I, you guys, let me know. I don't feel like this team can go far with Aaron Nola uh, pitching like this. Now, the way this division is looking like, and if these bats stay hot like they have, then obviously yes, we'll we'll make the playoffs. But I'm. I, do you guys just want to make the playoffs? Or do you guys want to actually go for this? Like, do you guys actually want to win something here? Now, uh, when I compare this team to the likes of the NL West Giants that are out there, no pun intended, with the San Francisco Giants, LA Dodgers, and San Diego Padres, I do not think the Phillies uh, pair up very well with those teams. But who knows, man? October is a crazy place. The Miami Marlins have two World Series because of crazy October. So you never freaking know, but... Man, if Aaron Nola can actually give you something, man, it would definitely, definitely help out. Now, obviously, we have to figure out the rest of this rotation. Um, we have Chase Anderson that went yesterday, but really wasn't too inspiring. I think Chase Anderson is is a is a uh, bullpen pitcher, in my honest opinion. But if you can get a rotation with with Wheeler, Kyle Gibson, Aaron Nola, Zach Eflin—I mean, at this point, maybe Aaron, uh, Zach Eflin, then Aaron Nola. And that fifth guy, Ranger Suarez, I'm cool with that. And give him, give Ranger more than three innings as well. I am, I'm, I'm all on board on that. I'm all on board with that. Now, obviously, we have to wait and see what is going on with Zach Eflin. I haven't really heard anything as far as an update on what's going on with Zach Eflin, but um, he's got that tendonitis issue we all know. And what, what's what's going to happen? Is he going to be able to play? Um, it's, it's a lower body injury as well, which is very interesting, but, uh, uh, obviously we all saw that yesterday, um, uh, Cole Hamill signed with the LA Dodgers. And I told you guys, that's someone I wouldn't have minded seeing here, kind of put him in as your fifth guy. Uh, I really honestly know, I don't think any of us really know besides baseball guys, what Cole Hamill's actually has left. He had that, uh, workout. And obviously, no one really bit on Cole Hamels after that workout. But, you know, after two weeks of that, uh, he signs with the Dodgers. And uh, it's crazy. The Dodgers have a ridiculous team out there. They are primed for a back-to-back. -back. They really are. 
Uh, I think it's going to come down to them and the Giants, if I'm being honest. I, I like the Padres, but I just don't think they're deep enough as, as, as the Giants or the Dodgers kind of are. And, and it's crazy to think Gabe Kapler could be could be co-managing in an NLDS. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Or NLCS, I'm sorry. It's kind of the fact of the matter that's been going on right now, man. But we'll see how we'll see how the Phillies end this game here. It's it's a it's a tight one right now, five to three, and of course, uh, it's uh, it, with these bats, you never freaking know. And Bryce Harper is actually batting up right now against Ryan Harper. Isn't that funny? Ain't that funny? And shots to Bryce Harper. He's still giving little nods to the Nationals. He hits a homer the other night. He he rounds around the bases. He gets the home plate. And he looks right into the to the stands. He blows a kiss. <laughs> and this, listen, you know, when it comes to DC sports, y'all know my takes on on that. They are our little brothers. They they can be very. The Nationals fans can be very freaking annoying. That's the case. That is the that is the issue there. DC United fans, you know, they're they're just, you know, they they just they just they're dreaming of the old days to come back when they were actually a dominant dynasty in Major League Soccer. The Capitals, you know, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really care about the Capitals, but I don't really don't hear much from Capitals. I've heard the Philly sports guys got some stories about going down to DC to watch a Capitals game. The Wizards fans were a little uh, ridiculous this past year in the playoffs when we faced off against them, but you know, it was nothing the Sixers couldn't take, couldn't handle there. And obviously, the football team fans, you know. They got worse shit to deal with, <laughs> but uh, we shall see. But obviously, this weekend is a big series, New York Mets series. We will get to that in a, uh, tomorrow. I don't want to go too deep into it, but it's a pretty big series. And if you are able to sweep today, there's still plenty of time to do that. Plenty of baseball to be played, and you go into the Mets series with you know, excuse me, a half game back. I Dios mio, I'm gonna be going crazy. The thing is, is that. I still do want the Phillies to do good. Like, of course I want Red October. I'm a Phillies fan. Of course I want Red October. But I do see the flaws with the team, and I do see what's, what is the actual issues with the Philadelphia Phillies. But if we can get some Red October, that will be really fun. We'll see how, how that goes. Let's keep hitting, and uh, hopefully starting pitching can pick up. It's it's really starting pitching right now because the bullpen has actually done a solid, solid job. But why is Enyo de los Santos getting more more uh, more pitches there or going to the mound more? I don't know. Uh, I I couldn't answer that. But that's that's uh, that's that's what we got there. That's what we got there. Um, is Tanner getting a replacement for Miro? Um, I mean, this this midfield is pretty deep, Reese. Uh, you know, you still got the lineup right now. You have Gazdak, Flock, Mar uh, Martinez, and of course Alejandro Bedoya. And then when you look at your depth pieces. You got Jesus Bueno that is coming in already. Uh, he, he, when he comes in, he's going to go right to work, and you best believe that. Uh, Anthony Fontana is still hanging around. He's going, still going through his concussion protocol, but when he's healthy, you got another midfielder there. Uh, Paxson Aronson looked pretty impressive last night. I don't know if you watched the second half yesterday, but give that man some more minutes in the MLS. That kid is nice. That kid's got more creativity than Brendan at that young age. Uh, it's I I cannot wait to see more Paxson, but yeah, you're, you're those are your replacements, man. We don't need to always buy something here. We don't always need to buy. Yes, we just talked about that Logan Mets loss today. Feed me those chopped cheese tears. Feed them to me. Oh my God! And all the Mets fans early in this year, we got the division locked. They're like five games up, seven games up. We got this Mets NLEs belongs to the Mets. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Phillies are second in run since July 1st, close to the Dodgers. That is right. That is right. I believe they're averaging nine runs a game right now as of late. Dude, it's been great. It has been absolutely great. If they come back, it is a half a game. Let's go. Let's go half a game back. Nah, it's the New York Mets, but half a game back. Dude, like Red October does excite me. It does. It really does. And I mean, I don't. Again, I don't see this team going far. But Red October, Red October. Oh, man, man, dude! If the Mets blow this lead on the NL East, that's gonna be absolute. And is that gonna ask you guys? Is anyone worried about the Braves? Honestly, is anyone worried about the Braves? 
Uh, I post that home run on TikTok because I thought it was funny. Uh, which home run? Are you talking about the? Are you talking about? The, are you talking about the Bryce home run? Are you talking about the Bryce home run? That was great, man. Um, I think they should load. Reese, 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 you're killing me, brother. You're killing me. DeVries is also going through concussion problems. That man is actually in in more serious situation than Anthony. Fana. We can't loan him anywhere. We, I really just want him to be okay. Like I'm, like at this point with Jack DeVries, I'm worried about his his health going forward in his life. I don't even care about the soccer anymore with Jack DeVries. I think, and listen, it's and Jim said it too in his press conferences. If both of them were here, maybe be giving them some minutes. It's tough right now. It's tough. You think people think concussion protocols in soccer are nothing because it's not a a, phys, a really physical contact sport like football. But man, oh man, it, it, it can be hard. You got to use your head a sport. Really do. Messy to the Knicks. I know who said that. Harper's kiss. That is right. Juan uh, Cuato is singly, single-handedly winning the Nationals this game. Uh, who's Juan Cuato? Why do I not know who he is? I've been watching every game this whole series. Let's see here. Wait, where is the hell is this going? You mean Garcia? Did you mean Juan? Or no, his name is Luis Garcia. This man looks so Dominican. Oye, loco. Ese loco parece dominicano. I really can't do Dominican accent, so I'm just going to stop. <laughs> Juan Soto. Oh, Cuato is his nickname. Juan Solo. That's that's a good... Um, Juan Soto is a beast. Okay, people just don't like he is an absolute be imagine like replacing Bryce Harper, the best player in your franchise's history with Juan Soto. And he's still going to be the face of that franchise for the next decade. And it's absolutely ridiculous, man. Absolutely ridiculous. What's going on? TikTok. Wish Hannon. Oh, y'all got busy. Y'all got really busy. Uh, roll deep. I'm from Philly. Hey, we got a you uni fan though. I see the man you love. Are you uni fan though? Dom's from Philly. Hey, that's what's up, man. We need to get rid of Alaska's after this year. I, I that, you know what? That is that's such a Dom. That's such a great point, and I really wish I could understand Vince Alaska's situation. This man has had five years. Five years to kind of prove to us if he's a starting pitcher. And yet he has yet to do that. Why is this man still here? And when I saw last offseason that the Phillies gave him a qualifying offer, why? Why? Just go out and sign a new guy. I don't care who it is. Freaking ridiculous. Um, It's your boys. Are you really doing picks for preseason football? I'm going Cowboys. It's preseason football. Y'all are crazy. I could care less about preseason sports. Do you think we should get rid of Ben Simmons? Yes, I think we need to get rid of Ben Simmons. Um, I'm at the point right now. I know this is this could be very debatable, but I'm at the point right now where I'm. I would rather trade Ben Simmons for two to three solid role players than to keep this man. I can't keep this man. You, they want to keep this team the way it is, status quo. I don't think that gets you past the second round. This was the year to win it. This was the year to go all in on the championship. You're talking about the Eastern Conference was, and no disrespect to the Milwaukee Bucks, was I really do feel like Giannis Antetokounmpo balled out and they deserved the, the championship, but we lost to the Atlanta fucking Hawks. And we're going to run it back after you lost to the Atlanta fucking Hawks? No. We need dogs. That's why you lost to the Hawks. They are not more talented than you, but they want it more. They are dogs. We need to get rid of Ben. Ben is not what we need. Ben is the opposite of a dog. He's a kitty cat. He's a he's a very fine, elegant kitty cat. We don't need that here. I like Freddie, but he just needs to hit. I heard he's actually hitting all right oh, since he's been in Baltimore. And I'm listen. I'm not expecting a 300 hitter from Freddie Galvez. I'm expecting him to go out there and make some of those tough uh, defensive plays that we have been lacking to make this year. That's really what it is. Uh, roll deep. You asked the questions about the trigger. The frick out of me. We'll, get, we'll wait. We'll, we'll hold off with that. We'll hold off with that. 
Um, but he's great at defense. Don, but what has his defense gotten to us? What is it? What has it got? Like you, it's the NBA. You can't just play defense and not play offense. There's guys out here who just play offense, and you see what happens when they don't play defense. You can't. You have to have a balanced game. You just have to have a balanced game. I mean, look, look at the Bucks. Drew, Giannis, Brooke. Um, I'm not gonna go PJ Tucker, but those are guys that can do both things. You gotta contribute on both ends of the court, man. Can't just do that one-dimensional BS. Um, I hope the Colts trade for Foles. I would be crying laughing. Uh, I would want the Colts to get Nick Foles just because I think Nick Foles should get that chance. And what I mean, you're really gonna go with Jacob Eason. I do, I do think that the Colts are better suited with Gardner Minshew. I like Gardner Minshew. I think in a good situation he can be serviceable guy for you, but no. And I, 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 it's crazy because I feel like Nick Foles is a third string quarterback. If the Colts really wanted it, they would have just thrown that third round pick. But I think Frank Reich is smart, and I, I don't think it's a good idea to be putting Nick Foles back with Carson Wentz. Excuse me, after what what just we saw over the past couple of years here in Philadelphia, so. Should be interesting. Um, Nola hasn't been playing well. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. You know, today allowing five hits was it uh, five earned runs, right? Uh, it's I don't know what it is with I. You know, I think for him it's mostly mental, kind of what we've been talking about. But he's got to he's got to figure it out. He just had flat ass to figure it out. And if we want to do something in these playoffs, man, he's got to deliver. He has to deliver. Like going in the stretch. Aaron Nola starting should not be losing and putting up those numbers against a Washington Nationals team. The seven Ks is nice, but the five earned runs, my, it's not going to do it for me. That's not going to do it for me. Um, he's been playing okay, but he usually does. Uh, Roll that. Appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I would consider myself a, a streamer, but a podcaster for sure, for sure. I mean, I, I do like interacting with y'all, and uh, definitely, definitely doesn't doesn't bother me. Um, you are my favorite. I appreciate that, Dom. I appreciate that. Um, Ish for greens. Y'all finish in last in y'all division. Um, if Ish for greens, um, I cover five Philly sports. So if you want to actually throw a jab at me, be more specific because I have no idea where you're, if you're talking about the Eagles. Good for you. Uh, I let my talking on the field do the talking. So there you go. Dom, that picture of you in the suspenders. Oh man. Is this, we got something good going on here. Uh, Dom's not don't got suspenders on. I don't see that. I appreciate the rose. Thank you so much for that. Um, but let's get what we got here, guys. Uh, wait. I'll, I'll let's get, let me let's hold off because I I want to keep moving forward here. Hold on a second. Man, I'm downing this water. It's so good. Y'all know me, my craziness with with water. But I just really quick wanted to touch upon the Philadelphia Eagles because you guys have been asking me here. You guys are asking me here. You're asking me my comments, and I want to give you guys my full-fledged opinion on this. And after today, I'm done talking about this. This won't be talked about on my podcast. It won't be talked on my TikToks either. I do have a TikTok for it, though, after this. So today, or I believe it was yesterday, late last night, again, again, now we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, of course. The rumor came out that the Sean Watson and the, the Texans and the Eagles have been heating up as far as the discussions. And, of course, we have a portion of Eagles fans who are as ignorant as can be when it comes to situations like this. And yet again, these rumors are coming up. Now, for those of you who want the Eagles to trade for Deshaun Watson now, you have to you have to be an absolute piece of shit of a human being to actually want that. Uh, yes, I said that. You have to be an actual piece of shit of a human being to want Deshaun Watson right now. I know what allegations are, but you know what else I do know? That after a certain amount of allegations, we are all going to question that. It's not one. It's not two. It's ten women that don't even want a single dime have gone to the police station and and reported complaints. There are actual direct messages on Instagram of 
this behavior that Deshaun Watson is being accused of. I want absolute no parts of a Deshaun Watson on my Philadelphia Eagles. Like, imagine, just imagine. And first off, I, I can't believe this today. I heard that we are, you know, people are saying that these masseuses are prostitutes. Like, do your fucking homework. It's not even that hard. Just reading. They're not prostitutes. They're masseuses. They're actually professionally trained masseuses. Their job is not to get you off sexually. Their job is to help you recuperate your body, especially athletes of the caliber of Deshaun Watson. If that was your mother... If I'm talking about the masseuse, if that was your mother, if that was your sister, if that was your girlfriend, if that was your wife, if that was your auntie, whatever, any female important in your life, would you be okay with that? Would you be okay with Deshaun Watson doing that? And again, I iterate, these are allegations we still have to go through through the courts to, to find, find whether or not he is guilty or not. But I am sorry for right now. I am 100% okay with riding out the 2021 season with Jalen Hurts as my quarterback, trying to see whether or not I actually do have a franchise quarterback in place with Jalen Hurts. And if it's not the case, I am okay with going into next offseason and trying to find my next franchise quarterback. But I can't believe that you people care or, or, or prioritize the Eagles so much. I love the Eagles. Look behind me. Just look behind me. I love the Philadelphia Eagles. I love this team. I love this team. But that doesn't mean that actual human beings' rights and, 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 and what is going on with this situation goes above the Philadelphia Eagles. And if the Eagles and Howie Rosen really are considering this Deshaun Watson BS, this is a this is an organization that always predicates on being a very progressive, far-thinking type of franchise. There's six women in their executive offices, important roles in this front office. How are you going to explain to those women that you are going to trade for this guy? I, I kind of find it ridiculous that you know the, the NFL is allowing him to even show up in training camp with the allegations that are in place. He should be on the exempt list. He shouldn't even be in training camp. And y'all want... Deshaun Watson? Dude, there are more important things than football. I promise you there are more important things than football. It's absolutely crazy. It is absolutely wild. I can't believe that. I cannot believe that. People are actually writing articles. People are actually talking about this BS on sports radio. Like the thought of having Deshaun Watson on their team. I don't even want to think about that. I'm not even thinking about that. He can go to Dallas. He can go to the football team. Those are those are organizations. Those are franchises. Don't give a shit about people. I don't want him on my Philadelphia Eagles. And if you want him on your Philadelphia Eagles, this, this channel and this guy might not be for you either. It is what it is. But enough of that. Let's talk about our current Philadelphia Eagles. And, and shouts to all the players who have been handling this the right way. Like, it is all hype. It is all speculation. And you kind of, it's unfortunate. It is the nature of the business, but you kind of have to, you know, block it out, right? So today we had uh, another day of practice. We had full pads. Um, you know, of course, let's start off with Jalen Hurts because obviously we're talking quarterbacks here. Um, not a good day uh, from practice here with Jalen with Jalen Hurts. A couple uh, bad throws, some throws from behind, uh, miscommunications with wide receivers. You know, uh, reading the the, the uh, plays too slow, taking some sacks. So not the best day for Jalen Hurts. Now it's all right. You know, he's had he's had a solid. Uh, uh, sorry, no pads today. I just saw that no pads today. But you kind of have to expect that, you know, he's had a solid practice. You're bound to have one bad practice. He's going into his first year as QB1. So he's definitely going to have these growing pains. Like, I don't see him having like a, uh, um, what am I trying to think of? What a really crazy, like, he's not going to have like a Mike Vick rookie year, right? Like, he, it's gonna he's going to have his bumps and his bruises. 
Um, you know, I, I think that having a veteran offensive line, I think it's going to be so huge for his development. Just having those guys who've been through the through the wars, with, you know, in in this league, and giving him that knowledge and being able to be that blanket for Jalen Hurts. Um, and I think Jalen in, in this year, and I'm curious how I'm really curious how Sirianni's going to handle this because I do feel like Jalen's one of those quarterbacks where he relies on instinct. And I think Carson Wentz actually one of the, another one of those quarterbacks where I think that that's another issue with Doug. I really felt like he didn't encourage that type of stuff with Carson later on in his career. But you, I feel like you do need to let Jalen play his type of game. Obviously, there are plays in place, there are reads he has to follow, but you know. If it's there, you can run, you know, and he, he did that very well last year. I mean, I even watched, remember that Saints game and it was his first game. And obviously he didn't really throw that much. And he looked like a quarterback that, that, you know, a running rookie quarterback. And he, I think he gashed him for like, what was it like almost 200 yards? It was something crazy. A hundred and some yards, 176 yards, something ridiculous. But, you know, we're all eyes are on that accuracy and how he reads the plays. I think those are the two really big question marks, at least for me. That's kind of what I didn't see last year, um, but we'll see how it is this year. I mean, accuracy it is what it is. You can work on the fundamentals, but if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. Um, but the reading of the plays, I feel like that just comes down to just a lot of studying, um, and we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, Jalen Rager has been uh, a big topic of conversation. You know, we're talking about last year was our first-round pick. We all know the narrative, right? We picked him over Justin Jefferson. We all remember that. We all know about that. And this year for Jalen Rager, it's about not really worrying so much about that and what went down last year, but it's about grabbing the bull by the horns this year, forgetting about that. Don't even think about Justin Jefferson and going out and playing your game. I'm not expecting Jalen Rager to come out here and be Steve Smith. I'm, I'm, I just want him to contribute. And I, I'm now if my prediction is right, Travis Fulgham does have a big year that would really help Jalen Rager because I do think that the Eagles will be slot in Jalen Rager mostly in that slot position. Now, we all have heard Nick Sirianni and even, even Joe Gannon that no one has a really clear cut position on this team. They're going to be switching guys around. I'm trying new different things, just trying to give guys um, in different situations so they can use their talents to their best ability. And uh, to, we, you know, we've we talked about how he came into camp. He wasn't really in shape. Uh, we also remember we also remember talking about the uh, situation at hand back home where he did lose his best friend. So mentally, he's might not might have not been all there. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're going through something mentally, right, you got to take some time. Um, Kat M, I'm so sorry, but this is um, Oyen Philly Sports. I really don't do the uh, live togethers uh, during this live podcast. But while if I'm just chilling, I would be more than happy to hit on, hit, hit back up on those live um, duets. So uh, I'm so sorry, but we got a live podcast at hand here. But um, back to Jalen Rager. Um, so up to today, really, we haven't had a positive thought on Jalen Rager and in a really important year for this young wide receiver. And today he actually had a solid practice. It was actually one of his best practices today. Um, the Eagles put up on, on social media, um, the play where he mossed, I can't believe people still use that term in 2021, but he mossed, um, uh, what was it? Darius Slay that was covering him and Nick Mullins threw him the ball. He threw him a perfect fade and he mossed him. So um, apparently Sirianni and uh, Aaron Moorhead, I think it was, who's the position coach, the wide receiver position coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. Apparently they had a, a, a long conversation with Jalen Rager. They talked to him. Um, obviously they, they, they wanted to figure it out with him. They wanted to talk to him. They wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. Look, you're going through it, right? You lost your best friend, and that that 100% sucks. But the end of the day, we have a job at hand, and we have to perform our duties to the best capabilities. And Jalen Rager coming out and stating that, look, I like the fact that this coaching staff kind of understood where it was I'm coming from. You know, they they kind of leveled with me, but they held me accountable. And, and that does question me a little bit too. Like, are you not holding yourself accountable? Like we know you're going through what it is you are going through, but my dude, you got to go out there and perform. So um, good to see Jalen Rager actually stepping up. A lot of eyes and a lot of pressure is going to be on Jalen Rager. When you're a first round draft pick 
and you got picked over Justin Jefferson, that is definitely going to be there. But like I said, it's all about this offense kind of, you know, coming together and it's not going to be about one guy like before. Um, so we shall see. Um, it looks like today, you know, we talked about that quarterback situation. Um, it, it, it was a, it was a good tight contested battle today. Joe Flacco looked much better. Um, his balls were pretty and, and they had that touch that usual Joe Flacco touch that he has that nice tight spiral. Uh, he had a nice couple throws to uh, Greg Ward. Um, Jay John was very active today. I saw him a lot today in the notes of training camp. Uh, I still don't see Jay John actually making this final uh, roster. If he does, I would be 100% surprised if he does that. But it doesn't really seem like he will. But he's he was very active uh, today. Um, another big day by Zach McPherson. Just his physicality has been really standing out as far as the DBs go. And if he can kind of push uh, Steven Nelson for starting time, man, that would be the best-case scenario. If you can get yourself a starting cornerback from a fourth-round draft pick, boom, we're in there, baby. We're in there. Another big day by Quez Watkins. Josh Wett continuing to dominate here. Oh, absolutely loving it. Um, Jack Driscoll had a really good practice here today as well. Um, he had a couple uh, good instances with uh, good reps with Taron Jackson on him, um, and and it's it's great. I, I told you guys last year I, I liked Jack Driscoll. Uh, obviously, he didn't get too much time. He also had to deal with some inner, in injuries as well. But if he can be a good rotation guy, and he kind of talked about it in the press conference after they're working on some cross training, they want him to play guard. They want him to play tackle. So that's kind of the deal these days, especially it's, you know, it's kind of all over really, you know, with different positions. But especially with the offensive line, they want those guys, you know, to be able to play both positions, uh, guard and tackle. So um, definitely good day there. Uh, Monte Maddox has been actually pretty solid back at the nickel position. You know, don't don't tinker with that. Just put him where he is comfortable with. He had a nice fumble on Miles Sanders. Um, so that was definitely, definitely great to see. Uh, Patrick Johnson, the rookie out of Tulsa, I believe. Um, he got some good snaps. Today. He got some snaps with the first team unit. Um, and Jannard uh, Avery, I guess he didn't really get a lot of reps today, but uh, that's why Patrick Johnson got in there, and we'll see what he can do. If you can get some of these rookies to you know, be uh, some contributors, that would be huge, absolutely huge. Um, Devontae Smith, even though he's hurt, we're continuing, continuing to see him you know, still putting in the work. If he can't use the lower body, he's still working on those hands. And that's something that we really haven't had here in Philadelphia with wide receivers, wide receivers with short hands. So that's definitely promising to see. Uh, he's been working on the jugs. And of course, the the uh, the comedy relief today, uh, Boston Scott, man, after today, I don't want to release Boston Scott. Uh, this whole security personality he's got going on is absolutely hilarious. And it is great social media content. And it's the kind of stuff you want from your veteran guys. It kind of, you know, eases up the, the tension from these young players when he can crack a smile with these guys. But, you know, even yesterday he he hopped in. I believe it was Taron Jackson's interview. Um, it was hilarious today with Miles Sanders. Uh, and then obviously Jordan Mailata having to remove Boston Scott. But it was it was great to see. And uh, he's really making it tough with this running back core. Uh is he going to make the team? You know, I talked about it before. I do. Obviously, Miles Sanders isn't going anywhere, but I do believe the rotation will finish out with Carrion Johnson and um, and Kenneth Gainwell as your three guys. I do think this organization is going to want to keep four wide receivers in 2021, and it's kind of down to Huntley and Boston Scott, in my opinion. And Huntley's actually having a good good camp. He's been been impressing. That speed has been evident. And Boston Scott, we know we have a Boston. He's just a workhorse, and he's a guy with a lot of freaking heart, and it is fun to see, but can he make this team? I think it really comes down to who can contribute more on special teams, and we'll see right now. I believe Huntley can. Uh, I mean, Boston Scott, I mean, we've seen him return a couple kicks before, but, you know, it is what it is. But we'll see. Please keep Boston Scott. Please keep Boston Scott. Um, with the Sixers, of course, you know, we talked about the Andre Drummond signing. Ferky's back. And uh, today, yes, uh, Dwight Howard obviously left. And, of course, yesterday, late last night, 
Um, Danny Green has re-signed with the Philadelphia 76ers a two-year, ten million or twenty million dollar deal. But from my understanding, that second year is actually an option year. So the Sixers could decide that after 2021-2022, they don't want to keep you know rocking with Danny Green, and they could part ways on that second year option. So I think that's definitely a good move there. And as of right now, it just looks like the Sixers are just going to kind of run it back for next year with the same team, the same roster. And uh, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I just don't think that this team is is suitable again to, to make a run. Um, you know, it was great. We got the number one seed. And it's funny because Daryl Morey's kind of hanging his hat on that. You know, he saw the tweet where he put out the player efficiency uh, with the starting lineup compared to the Nets and the Bucks, and the Sixers had the highest efficiency out of the three teams. And that's great and all, and I get all that, but like I said before, like I said earlier in this episode, you need dogs. You watch these, these NBA playoffs. You watch the teams that win. They have absolute dogs, guys that are willing to risk everything out on that court, will work their ass off, um, that are not scared, are fearless, and we just don't have a team full of them. And when you look at our quote-unquote three big stars, Joel Embiid is the ultimate dog, in my honest opinion. And the problem is we haven't been able to give him other dogs to win with. Tobias Harris is a solid piece. He's shown dog-like qualities, but in the regular season, and that obviously doesn't do anything for you in the playoffs. Uh, but I don't think he uh, Tobias is not the problem, and I and I think everyone needs to get get through that. Tobias Harris is not the problem here. Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons is absolutely not a dog, and now you're hearing reports that Ben is not answering phone calls. Um, he's not answering anyone. He's got no connection to anyone in the Sixers organization, and that to me is a problem. And I'm actually a little worried. Now, common sense, and for most basketball fans who watch the sport diligently, we would all think that Ben Simmons, at the position that he's at, has absolutely no leverage. This man has no place to kind of pick and choose what he wants. But what we're actually kind of looking at right now is could Ben Simmons potentially pull a James Harden and force his way out of Philadelphia, not showing up? Obviously, I don't think he's going to put on the fat suit like James Harden did. But could he possibly, by not answering, um, not show me, let's say he doesn't show up for, for, for training camp preseason. <coughs> and he's like, listen, you either trade me or I ain't showing up. Like, what if he does that? And that worries the ever-living crap out of me. Because you know what's worse than keeping Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons br- blowing this up by himself. So, yes, I'm a little bit concerned about what is going on right now with Ben Simmons. Now, I think what the Sixers are doing, you obviously were all a little concerned because they really weren't active in free agency. Like I said, this team is completely the same. I do think they are better than last year because I do think that they upgraded at the backup center position. But it's the same freaking team that lost to the Atlanta Hawks in the second round. But I do think what the Sixers are doing right now is that they're waiting. They're playing the waiting game. Dame Lillard is obviously over in in uh, in t- Tokyo with the U.S. team. I believe the finals is finally here uh, a couple days against France. I haven't been really paying attention to the Olympics, um, but I'm just waiting for it to end. Not not you know not because I don't really care about Team USA, but because I just want the Sixers to make a move on someone that I can compare with Joel Embiid here. Are they waiting for that? Like I and and what is it? What is, what deal are they going to try to do? I do think the Sixers are going to make some sort of deal. What is it? What could it be? Could it be uh, Ben and a couple young pieces, a couple assets, draft pieces sent over to uh, to to Portland for Dame and and another piece to match monies? Could that be possible? Could there be a three way trade? You know, I was thinking about today, not with Dame, but with Bradley. Like, what if we send Ben over to Golden State. Golden State sends Wiggins and Wiseman to D.C. D.C. sends us Beal in some sort of way. Like, that's a possibility that I've thought about as well. Uh, Moving Tobias Harris. You know, we've talked about, you know, although Tobias Harris is not the problem, but it might be easier to get rid of Tobias Harris to find some more shooting. The thought is, is that, you know, more space doesn't hurt Joel Embiid. 
if you can, you know, we saw that trade rumor, Tobias Harris or Buddy Buddy Heald. You know, by doing that type of trade, that actually helps us because, you know, Tobias Harris, although he's a solid three, he doesn't get paid like a solid three-piece on, on a good team. You know, he's making max money. He's making a lot of freaking money for what he does. So a lot of, I, I as much as I would like to make that move, because I feel like if you trade for a guy like a Buddy Heald who's got the shooting, you know, you could save some money on the cap. But would the Kings really want to take on a Tobias Harris uh, contract? Do teams really want to take on a Tobias Harris contract? And that's that's kind of the issue here. So Sixers could do a magnitude of different things. And last year, I didn't expect Daryl Morey to kind of do those moves that he did. You know, finding a way to get rid of the Al Horford contract, getting a Danny Green here, uh, uh, swapping a Josh Richardson for a Seth Curry. Seth Curry obviously fit this team much more than Josh Richardson did. And I did not expect that. But can he do the same this offseason, doing the crazy to make us contenders yet again? Unfortunately, he did a great job last year, but it just wasn't enough. Maybe banking on, and, and me too, and I think a lot of Sixers fans as well, banking on the fact that Ben Simmons would step up when we needed him to hurt us all, and I will agree. But, you know, we, we, got, we got some... Uh, Got some possibilities here. We got some possibilities here. Um, all right, I'm going to answer some of these because I do have to go, guys. It is a doubleheader tonight. We got Duke by the river in a little bit, and I'll save my union talk for that. But I want to answer your your comments and your questions first. Um, is there a status on Flack after the fall last night? He did not. Jim did not talk about it in the press conference. Um, I doubt. I don't think I'll be part of the press conference for the New England match. But I will keep you guys posted if we do have a flack update. But I think he's fine. He actually finished um, the game yesterday. He got subbed, I think, for precautionary reasons. He walked off perfectly fine, but he should be okay. Uh, he should be okay. Bro, I only care about the first quarter. That is it. What are you talking about? Uh, straight up trade. Yeah. Be alert. By all means. Um, he dropped his negotiation and wants to go to the Warriors. You don't pick where to go. Yeah, he's he's ridiculous. He's absolutely ridiculous. Get that. He's yeah. He really where did like where does Ben Simmons get this audacity to think that he can pick and choose where he wants to play? You haven't done jack shit in this league. At least James Harden won an MVP. He's won scoring James. He's one of the most respected scorers in this league. He's probably one of the best scorers of all time when it's all said and done. You haven't done you're not even the best defensive player of all time for you to sit here and say, you know what? You, you guys can trade me to Golden State. That's where I'll go. What? What? That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. When I was at Orioles game, he made a trash error. He won't do that here. He will not do that here. Um, why did you just leave the Phillies game? Uh, didn't want to leave, but what? Wow, come on, Michael. That's not a good excuse. You still sit through traffic. I sat through traffic last night. You guys think there's no traffic in Chester? Oh, 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 got another thing coming. Come on, Mike. We can't be leaving during the game. You're, you're missing a good game. I just saw that they came back. It's 5-5, five, five, right? It's it's 7-5 right now. You left the, you left the comeback? <laughs> I can't with you, man. I can't with you. Uh, I don't see why any team would trade for him right now. I agree, man. I agree. It's it's it does just does not make sense. Remember, it was the same way when Vic uh, to return. The Ian, it's a completely different situation because Mike actually paid his dues. My man was in jail for five years. He served. He he served to PETA. Like he actually, this Deshaun hasn't even gone through a court of trial for this situation. So it's a different situation. Locke looks good, but playing too much hero ball. Man, when you'd be bumping young Jeezy before games, that's how it be. I won't want yeah, exactly, KJ. That's see, that's why I fucks with you, KJ. Exactly. No parts of it. No parts of it. I want no parts of that. Remember, no, it was not Ian. You see, Ian, that's very off-putting as well. It's not the same thing. Not the same thing. Uh, dude, Patrick, yo, Logan, you watch Patrick Sertain's YouTube channel? My man is a, yeah, they, you'll see how, how he becomes a beast, man. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And Judy balling. He's, he should, he should be balling. 
Uh, Joe doesn't like helping young QBs. He didn't help Locke or anyone on the Broncos. Um, I don't know. He did say a big reason why he wanted to come here was to help um, Jalen Hurts. So I don't know. Case, man. Yo, I'm jealous, man. I would love to go swimming right now, man. Hey, hey, Logan catching us up here. Logan's catching us up here. <laughs> Seven five game. Let's go. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Four runs in the ninth. No, no, no. Don't say that. Don't say that. And then we're gonna put in um can Ian Ian Kenny went last night. Can he go in tonight? Is he in now? Wait, wait no, what the Wait, what is this shit? Oh, that's I didn't even know this had this feature. I could see the whole bullpen. Lovera. Wait, what? They put Mauricio Lovera on there? I didn't even know he was up here. That's weird. I didn't even know he was up. Uh PSG made contact with Messi today. Just a notification. Um, yeah, I you know, I PSG has the money for that, don't they? I mean, I, I, I don't I, I don't think he would fit there. I mean, I guess if, if you wanted to run like a, like a diamond situation or even like a 3-5-2, you can have Messi as your 10. I think Messi at this age would be better suited as a 10. Um, but, I mean, he obviously could play anywhere. <laughs> He's Lionel Messi. Uh, yo, yo, yo. What's up, Carlos? How you doing, man? Um, do you think if Ben goes to the Warriors, you think Steph will help him fix his shot? That'd be interesting. Um, I feel like if he leaves Philadelphia, he's just going to play a better game because I think that's what he, he just wants to get out of Philly. But I think that playing in, in Golden State, it's it's going to be great for them. You got a guy who can facilitate the ball. Steph doesn't always have to play with the ball in his hands. You can even be flexible and move Ben as a, as a power forward, and you can play him there. He brings that defense. He brings that dynamic. They kind of were missing, obviously, honestly, since like uh, Iguodala left. And I think that would make him a title contender for sure. But um, I, I think that three-way trade, I would absolutely do. Send Ben to Golden State. Give us Bradley Beal. And Washington can have whatever the hell they want. <laughs> uh, I heard Sir Anthony Dominguez is actually close to returning back. So getting Connor, we're going to get Connor Brogdon and Sir Anthony Dominguez around the same time back. And I heard that Ogilvy guy, the guy we got from Pittsburgh before the deadline, that prospect, I heard he actually might have a have us a, a, a place in this bullpen. So keep an eye out on all that. All right, I'm gonna answer some of these TikToks, and I gotta go, guys. I gotta go. Um, let's see what do we got here. Uh, Dom, no, Dom, did you not just hear anything I said, Dom? The man, I'm not even gonna explain to you. Do you think he's you got? You guys are flat out ridiculous. What's going on, sports life? Sports for life. Sports fan for life. What's going on, my man? Um, what do you think of Drummond? He's a upgrade from from Dwight Howard. I think you can also uh, kind of watch Joel Embiid's minutes a little bit better. And if you have a stretch where Joel Embiid can't play, it's not. It's there's no better option than Andre Drummond. So I I think it's a good pickup. I think people were overreacting a little bit to it. Uh, I think it's an upgrade from Dwight Howard. So. Um, I get that you don't want uh, Deshaun to give her to no Dom. That's not why I want it. Dom, I'm a human being. He's a do you not? These allegations are serious. He's a weirdo. I don't want Deshaun Watson. I don't care. It, there's more important things than football, and that's just a fact. The matter of life. Like I don't. I don't get how you can see him potentially taking advantage of females, and you saying like I still want that. He's a top five quarterback. Like I just don't understand that. But we would trade for him next season if he's not guilty. If that's the case, if he's not guilty, then I'll worry about that next year. I'm okay with running Jalen Hurts in 2021. I don't get why that's a problem. If Hurts bad, then if if Hurts bad, that if all suits, the, 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 this year is not a championship or bust year. This year is not a division or bust year. This year is about going through those growing pains. It's like 2016 all over again. We're trying to figure it out, and we're building for the future. Come on, guys. Get with me. Come on. Keep up, guys. Keep up. Um, I love this. Uh, okay. Um, that was the best breed I've ever seen eating. That was okay. You guys are. Devontae Smith, he's going to be a stud. What's going on, uh, Meth Dog? How you doing? What's going on? 
Yeah, I wish you could go to the YouTube. All right, guys, I do have to go, guys. Uh, we're about to begin Oin Philly Sports in about 20 minutes. Guys, if you want, just stay tuned on to this YouTube channel. I will bring it onto you here, and it will also be on Philly Sports Network, guys. Uh, I go. Don't forget. I'm sorry. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Ed Parcero Philly's YouTube channel. And also do not forget to subscribe to Oin Philly Sports. You can find that wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify. I go by the name of Ed Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys to enjoy the rest of your night. Let's get it, guys. Uh -huh.